0: No, no, no! Please, I want. I, I'm going to do a cold <laughs> yeah. open here. What, 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 what did you just say? So basically, everyone, I um, have come out as a non-stake fan. Um, I'm in the minority here, but that's okay because we are headed into the greatest weekend of racing possible. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noise, and it is your boy Kevin Costello here, joined as always by my partner in crime, the wannabe mayor of. I don't know what the opposite of Tampa Bay is. Uh, Danger Harbor, sure. It's like Jacksonville um, Beach, but yeah. Fair enough. Anthony, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing fine. I'm a little disappointed to hear that you said that I would take my steak, throw it in the trash, and get me a piece of chicken. Like, shit, dude. I, I just... I'm, I'm baffled. I'm absolutely I'm baffled. But you know what? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. This is Christmas to me. I think I say it every year. But this is Christmas, the uh, month of May. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend is the best weekend of racing, I think, personally for myself. And a majority of racing fans probably would say the same. Mm-hmm. Do I have to introduce the rest of them? I, I don't know what you're doing here. I have a fucking deli. I, I thought we were transitioning, but... There's well, two everyone... more people to introduce! We also I have... Know. Hold on, you I know, know do what? It's... You can't... Do... This man throws away his steak. He likes chicken. He can't introduce the other two very special guests we have on the podcast. Well, I can't even say special guests for one of them because Nolan Sutton is our third co-host. Welcome back to the show, Nolan Sutton. How you doing? Oh, he's dead, I guess. Okay. Well, <laughs> all this for a cold open. We also have in the building Indianapolis's very finest, our very esteemed friend. The former president of R NASCAR and the best driver of the on this podcast, Jeremy Methfield. What's good, man?
1: Uh, steak is amazing. <laughs> Put a little A1 on it and it's delicious. I'm just throw it out for chicken. I just I I'm done. I don't even know if I want to associate with this show anymore. If that's <laughs> how we're gonna slander steak.
0: I I have to agree with you though, Matthew, on a one steak sauce. I do like it. I don't need it because this is gonna sound weird. So my mom is Jamaican. I'm half Jamaican, and um, which half? my wh- which half? The half that um puts this thing called pick a pepper sauce on their steak. It's Jamaican a one okay, steak. Sauce. So that's
1: sauce. not the bottom half, at least then. Okay. Oh
0: my god, it's very good. Um, yeah, I it's it, it's it's what I like. Personally, I'll go with A1 steak sauce, but honestly, if the steak is good, it doesn't need any steak sauce. But I digest, and I'm I am digesting my food. Digesting,
1: actually. yeah. I'm just looking I, for a reason to use A1. I'll put that on my sandwich, but it's weird because it's not steak. What, uh, the other thing I'm
0: digesting right now is the weekend we just had. So there was no Formula One race. Um, There was a NASCAR race, and two of them, actually. I Three of them? Four? Four? Five. Well, Te- I mean, technically five I mean, for, NASCAR races. Five? Yeah, two heat races and open, and and a race that Kyle Larson uh, plopped his dick on the table for. And uh, guess which damage. one I'm talking about. Um, and uh, the yeah, honestly, first of all, let me ask you this: the whole week of North Wilkesboro, give me sum up the vibes for me because I, I, unfortunately none of us got to go. But I, I'd like to. Um, I'd like to hear your guys' take on what you think about this – I don't want to call it a relic because I feel like that's rude – but this staple of NASCAR's past. From what I saw on social media, it was a – it's like – man, it's almost like going to a high school reunion, but everyone's drinking, and there's loud engine noises, Um <laughs> That's kind of the vibe that I that I got from it, and it was just good vibes all around. Obviously, the racing at the end of the day wasn't kind of what we wanted to see, um, but I think that the memories from people that were there at the track are just going to be like, damn, I can't believe this is actually happening and not really giving a damn about the product on track. That's probably for next year if we get there. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, I, I consider that a... Phenomenal success off track for the event perspective. Matthew, what were your vibes?
1: I was j- excited for an all-star race. I don't think I've ever said that before. It <laughs> was. I know you guys don't even remember it, but I was alive for it back then for the last race when Jeff Gordon won in 96. So to see it back, it, it, it doesn't happen. Tracks go away and they never come back. This one yeah. came back. It was the the racing product. Obviously, it's the car's fault. I just I don't trust the tires. Hey, so okay, I don't trust the car.
0: On. I'm but glad that someone else can say it.
1: The, the The track itself, the event, the the energy from it. You could see the energy on TV. You can't see energy, but you could see it, and everybody's faces there. Especially that one guy who got clocked in like row four coming off of four. They were fighting in the stands, but. Everybody but that guy had a great time, it seemed.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. We had beef in the stands for sure, as uh, Moonhead would say. Nolan, you're you're back? Is the mic I'm, working?
2: I am back. Can you guys hear me?
0: Yeah, we can hear no. you just fine.
2: Perfect. I'm back just like North Bull Sparrow this past weekend, which was really, really exciting. I agree with what everybody said. The vibe of the whole weekend was amazing. You could feel it like on TV. You could feel it on, through social media. You know, the racing itself was a was a challenge. I think we all kind of knew that kind of going into it, right? Uh, I don't know about you guys, yeah. but um, I I was hoping for a little bit more just because the, the surface was worn out and, and there were rumors that the guys weren't going to be able to shift. But outside of outside of the, the poor racing, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more, um, I was really happy to see it back. And fun fact, Matthew, I was three years old when when North World Barrow – Uh last (laughs) race. Somebody else was alive. I I was also alive. I was alive. I just don't remember (laughs) No, I was.
0: I I was born in ninety-four. I'm I'm Kevin's Kevin's the only one here. He's the baby. I was three years away, boys. I I have never seen a race at North Folksboro. I wasn't even I wasn't even uh yeah, thought process. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Anyways. Nobody (laughs) wants
1: to think about that. The the funny thing about it was, is 96, I videotaped, or excuse me, yeah, videotaped, VHS recorded the last race, because I had some family stuff to do, so I still have it someplace down on VHS, but Saturday, I was at work, watching a race at North Wilkesboro on my phone. Oh my goodness.
0: You could do that back then?
1: No, yesterday,
0: (laughs) two days ago? (laughs) Yeah, he had had that technology in 96.
1: No, 96, <laughs> I had to VHS it because I wasn't going to be able to watch it live. Now I'm watching it live on my phone from work. So that's you know, all Matthew, I'm future, saying is the future is now, has changed.
0: Man. Matthew, know, they I'll say that v- the VHS tapes love magnets, by the way. You should, should give that a try. Don't,
1: oh, I don't see. No, funny. no, no. When <laughs> everyone else
0: makes jokes, it's fine. When I make jokes, it's not funny.
1: Well, when you make a joke, I'll laugh.
0: Oh, eat me. Oh my goodness! If you got some of
1: that Jamaican A one sauce? Maybe,
0: maybe. Honestly, you know, I'll I'll say what you know. Speaking of eating, I will say that people thought that the track was going to eat the tires a little bit more than it did. I feel like the tire wear wasn't as atrocious or as egregious, I guess, as people said. You know, when we're not running the um, rain tread tires, which I mean, that was surprising. The first they were faster.
1: <laughs> they the were... rain tires were they faster. Were...
0: I How many drivers you think said... Because I know they interviewed a couple of them and they said that that might have been the better product. There's got to be others that agree that that, honestly, putting the like rain tires or just treaded tires in general on short tracks might solve a little bit of the problems with the racing.
1: It's a one-groove racetrack, and Harvick was running the fourth groove and making time on rain
2: tires. Let's do that all the time. (laughs) Nolan? Yeah, no, I... Agree with what Matthew said. I I enjoyed the two heat races more than the all-star race itself because it just it felt like that was a true calmers and goers in the race, right? Like we saw Chase Elliott take off, but then we saw Daniel Suarez be able to reel him in, and we were able to see, you know, Kevin Harvick driving in that high line. I, I just I felt like if NASCAR was really gonna consider that route to make the short track package better. Uh, that might be the right direction, just based off of the results that they saw.
0: For sure. Um, yeah, no, I I I I agree 100%. Sorry, I I spaced out for a second. Um, I I just definitely would like to see something done because I feel like the truck race itself was very good. No surprise, the series that kind of started on short tracks that were like North Wilkesboro still raced pretty well on said tracks. And even with the surface being as crappy as it was, I mean, you know, it wasn't great. The trucks put on a much better product, and, and the cup cars really need something like the tread tires to 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 make things work. Or make things work a little bit better. Because, I mean, you know.
1: Or they need to back got, half of the field to get in the way and make it interesting.
0: Yeah, or just have Michael McDowell slam into the leader. And that, that's also interesting too, I guess. Honestly, I had a great time. I I I didn't have let me rephrase. I didn't necessarily have a problem with that. I thought it was funny. <laughs>
2: entertain me the, the the michael mcdowell situation i thought was uh i didn't think he did anything wrong it would have been different if he like flat out wrecked ty gibbs but yeah he just like a matt kenseth move. His, yeah he showed yes. his displeasure he screwed up you know he, he he caused ty to lose the lead but it's not like he just went down there and just clobbered him he expresses displeasure ty gibbs lost the lead and i think michael mcdowell's like all right cool that's point point taken
0: If there is like a line between, like paying a driver back with Matt Kenseth being the extreme, and then like Chase Elliott holding up Kevin Harvick at Bristol being the opposite spectrum, this one was a little closer to the Harvick situation, maybe like a a three or four on that scale, I guess. So is Harvick the one and Kenseth the ten? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Danica
1: trying to take out Castle. Danica trying what? to take out Castle and take herself out. That's a negative out. three. <laughs> okay, I didn't know where we're going on the scale. I just wanted to see that. We If you wreck
0: yourself and, and cause more damage to you than the car that you're trying to hit, that's a negative score. Yeah, that happened over the weekend in a late model race. We can talk about that rounding out the field. Okay. Yeah. Um, Missed that one. Uh, no, that was. I'll. We'll talk about that later. Rounding uh, out the field. I'll, I'll post the video in here. Probably. Um. Any, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff we can get to. I mean, overall, I guess it was just the the the, the races themselves. The heat races weren't really that great outside of the rain making it interesting, I guess. There's only 11 cars on track. What are you going to do? You know, nobody's catching any lap traffic. Nothing's really getting in their way. It's just kind of pure racing, I guess. Do we need to make, now that the also race is at a short track, do we just need to say fuck it and everyone's in? I was literally be- saying the same thing. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, like, I feel like at this point, we're, like, everyone who's made the playoffs and has won a race, like, there's 24 drivers in the all-star race, which is 66% of the full-time field, so why not just add the other 12 and make them moving chicanes? Like, dude, like, honestly, like, uh, Ty Dillon, no offense to our three-time stage winner, but he's not going to win the all-star race more than likely Noah Gregson turning into the inside pit wall is probably not going to win the all-star race, even if he's the fan vote, like exactly. you know, the, the back markers are back markers, no offense to them, but you know, they're not as good as Kyle. No one was as good as Kyle Larson on Sunday, but like, you know, I, I probably would rather just see a bigger field at a short track to make it more interesting, especially considering they want to have a points race here next year. Anyways, what, what do you only have 26 cars in the points or points paying race? Are we having a points race? I I think we are. I I think that's what they want. I mean, the way they were talking about especially Marcus Smith, is, like, he wants to give it another try on this pavement before repave, and uh, if you're going to give it another try, like, dude, forget the All-Star race. Like, just do a points race. Like, you know, honestly, if I could be... Like, I'd rather do this than Bristol Dirt, personally.
2: Uh, Agreed on that. I mean, I I, I like the All-Star race vibe that North Wilkesboro provided. I mean, it was... I know there's a lot of history behind the track and reviving it, but there was definitely a certain level of energy that was missing for the all-star mm-hmm. race. Um, one thing, speaking of the all-star race and just, you know, the amount of drivers and stuff like that, I, got I do, I do think that, that this year is a little bit of an exception to the rule because last year we had so many just drivers that just cranked off just random one-off wins that qualified. For this race that we're probably not mm. gonna see next year. So like, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I love Eric Jones, i uh, probably not, oh, gonna no. the, yeah, not gonna see him in the all- Yeah, as we're not gonna see him the all-star race, right? Yeah, this year's they're, a shot. Right? They're
0: mailing it in for until they're Toyota's. I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but they're mailing it in until yeah. they have uh, switched manufacturers. And yeah, I guess the same can go for guys like Austin Dillon, maybe Chris Busher if he we don't see yeah. him winning any races this year. I mean, shit like there's,
2: uh, there's, well, yeah,
0: I mean, we're we're always smoking that pack, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but there's definitely some drivers that were, that you would expect to race in the All-Star Open just because they just had, they never really consistently win that were in the race this year.
0: Yeah, I keep it a bean. I like the Open better than the, the All-Star race. Well,
2: yeah, well, because it gives the opportunity for the drivers that may not be in the, you know, in the lead a chance to shine and and the pressure's on, so, you know, they make more mistakes or they're willing to be a little bit, you know, aggressive than what they would typically be. And that's just kind of the excitement behind it. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm almost in the boat where do we honestly still need the all-star race? And I know that's like a, a whoa kind of conversation, but I mean, maybe not making it a full weekend sometimes. I know this was obviously a very special weekend because you had a lot of other racing with the cars tour and ASA going on as well but i mean in the future and i mean we've talked i i've seen a lot of people talk about this just making it like the upcoming days to the coke 600 and just putting it back at charlotte and just maybe giving the teams a weekend off before cuz i mean it's a home race anyways just don't make them work the exact same thing i i was like if this is in wilkes county which i'm not too familiar with mine or the geography super far. i'm like fuck it give them the weekend off we only get one off week in a year now right yeah, um, make it a one-day show. You don't need trucks there. Trucks can race wherever throughout well, hold, the year. Hold, hold the fuck on! That was the best racing of the weekend. I'm, I am, I'm not going to hold the fuck on because I, I don't think an all-star race you need a support series. I think we can host every series that we need during the main weekend. If you want to run the all-star race at North Wilkesboro, make it a one-day show. Make it a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night, maybe Tuesday night, so you can get. Um, like a rain delay in there, give the team a little bit of time to prepare. Um, and then run trucks Friday, ARCA, or no. Well, I guess you could do ARCA and like Xfinity Saturday and then cup on Sunday, make it a whole week in North Carolina, but give give the teams a weekend off before. I think it can be done. It's a small crowd too. Like there was only, like it, uh, it only sits, I think a max of 30,000 people.
2: I was going like, to say small crowd, buddy.
0: <laughs> The yeah, parking like, lot. It's an hour. We're not trying either. to sell out Daytona on a weeknight. We can we can make thirty thousand work on a weeknight. Oh, um, dude, they almost had that for the the Cars tour race with Junior and uh, yeah. all the other drivers in it. So they can make that work, and it's I think too. Like if you promote it to where you know, like given you get, you have to have it on on Fox. You can't have it on FS One. Make it a show that people are scrolling through be like damn this is this is exciting and oh for a million dollars that's cool oh it'll yeah. be excited for the weekend of racing i don't know i don't i don't i'm not opposed to it having its own weekend but when i think when you're if you're gonna run the race in north carolina whether it be at charlotte or at um north Willsboro, you can do it on a weeknight i just didn't uh you know some people don't want to miss their the mass singer on tuesdays so you got uh, to think about that crowd, I guess. The Mass Singer season's actually over now, Anthony. If oh, I'm sorry. I it. didn't know who was the winner. Spoilers? I could not tell you a single thing about that, but I, I don't know, know. It I saw Lil Wayne on there once, and I was like, all right, well, that's cool, I
2: guess. What are your guys' thoughts on raising the purse for the, uh, for the All-Star Race? Well uh, finally, dollars... we're going
0: to let inflation catch up.
2: Well, but like I've heard, <laughs> I've heard drivers and team owners talk about the all star race and and sometimes it's not even worth for them to 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 show up and win the race because you know by the time you build the car and you get the team out there, it's it's a it's a ton of money. and just to go out there and if you take home the checkered flag, oh, it's a million dollars. like for a race team, that's really not a lot of money anymore versus what yeah. it was when they when they bumped it up to a million dollars. so I know it's probably very far fetched, but turn a million into two or three million dollars, and you may see teams willing to put more effort into it, or even the drivers uh, get a little riskier with trying to win the race itself. Hear me out.
0: Million dollars. Hear me out. If you win the All Star race and you are locked in for the playoffs, you get the first round bye. Oh, so the concept that I've been preaching for years. And a million dollars. I'm at the point where it's like a million dollars. Respectfully, these drivers are fucking loaded. I mean, yeah, if it's like a Ty Dillon, well, I don't know. That's well, Ty Dillon. Hold on. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You gotta say like A million dollars. When you divide it, you know, throughout the team and everything, it's really not like. I mean, it's cool. We'll hold the check for a million dollars. But if you want people to fucking go balls to the wall in it, you want some crazy strategies. Make it so if you win that race and then. And so, qualify for the playoffs. Like, if theoretically, like, if if a Ty Dillon were to win that race on Saturday, but, like, isn't going to make the playoffs, then it doesn't matter. But if you do make the playoffs, you get a first round bye. I don't know. I think that's fair. Make it worth something. Like, I I thought the last good all-star event in the entire States uh, was the MLB, because the winner of either the AL or the NL got the uh, the home field advantage, and they're not doing that that. anymore. And I'm like, there's No, I'm not. I'm not that god. I think that's. I, I there's no reason to watch for me anymore. I don't well, listen, sure about man. Oh yeah, there is no reason to watch the All Star Game. Look, man, I'm I'm on the boat that All Star Games in general just need to be abolished. Like, well, the All Star Race need only... to be abolished. It can be a good celebration, but like if it's gonna be just like, hey, this is another event. Make it make it have some meaning, and that's why I'm like like if if you win the All Star Race, you're not like guaranteed the championship. But I want there to be some. Advantage for long season repercussions, and if you if you if you get a first round buy, like you can still get playoff points, you can still win races, yeah. add to your total, but you like theoretically don't have to sweat about getting knocked out. And I like that. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, you know, you don't have to do anything insane to make the drivers like actually go for it. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Or you can just offer them like twenty million dollars, and I'll probably make them race like assholes too. Well, I think they already do that. It's not like I mean Larson. Like I don't care how much of an asshole that someone's gonna race. Like you're not gonna, um, you're not gonna beat Larson like he did on Sunday. So it's it's just one of those. Like I would personally like to see it a little bit more. Um, well, I wanted to see more out of the package, but hopefully they'll wise up and change it next year and be back. If not for the All Star race from the points race, but. That's for us to wait and see.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I guess the only other thing, I guess that, you know, in the cup race, uh, Bubba Wallace made made bad gesture with hands. Do we care? Nope. Nope. Yeah, nope. I have watched so many other drivers flip off other drivers.
1: Oh, but it wasn't an interview.
0: I don't care. You they know, didn't
1: flip off the interviewer
0: yeah, well, to be fair Jamie, Jamie little never mind. Um, no, she's fine, I guess i you
2: know. I, I, I thought it was a, a little odd. I mean, you're a camera and the and you're doing an interview and um, and I think that I think what came out of it was that he was trying to flip off a buddy of his, and there was like no like if i if I'm doing that i'm I'm like a smirk or like something. He just looked angry, and I think that that was the confusing part. I personally don't care either, but that's my only thought process behind it is, like, you were in front of a camera and in an interview and you yeah. did not look happy, and it was just a little odd. Because I know a lot of the examples that a lot of people were putting out is, like, people on the racetrack itself, but I don't think anybody's really done it in an interview like that.
0: Bill um, Jr. said I'm, shit once.
2: <laughs> that's true. That Yeah, a lot of people – I'm just playing a little bit devil's advocate here. Um, that's fine. I but just... – yeah, I mean, I mean, the hate that he's getting is obviously super unnecessary because it's, oh. you know, people are are ridiculous. But um, if he was smirking or something like that, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's just he's just fucking around with a buddy. But he was very serious about. It. I was like, I was like, that's a little odd. But yeah, I, I don't care either. I just that was that's my thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, I had people like say like, oh, the children. It's like if you can't explain to your kids like not to do that, I, I don't know, man, like. Parenting fail. I don't know, a skill issue. Like my my parents taught me not to flip off people in, in public, and I got in big I, trouble for it one time. I, a guy flipped out on me as a seven year old because apparently I flipped him off at a at a FedEx. I still think about that guy. I hope that he's still very mad about that. You know, well, <laughs> it's, it's kind
2: of it's, it's kind of one of those things where like even like when you see a fight on pit road because that's a lot of people would make that argument too. It's like, what about the kids? It's like. Hey, you know what? So like watching that stuff. Yeah, t- yeah, take it as a learning opportunity, right? Like be just like, hey, like maybe you shouldn't fight with people even when you're upset no. with your kid. Just be an adult, be a parent. Bro, don't don't bring the kids.
0: They still advertise the 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 seventy nine yeah. fight at Daytona all the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's I, it's pick and choose.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. So again, I really don't care, but also I just kind of wanted to throw that tidbit in because they kind of pushed it on. Hey, it's a buddy of his. But I was like. Yeah. Man, if I'm flipping off my buddy, I'm at least smiling a little bit, like, hey, fuck you, and then oops, I'm in front of the camera. That's that's my yeah. only that's my only thoughts on it, but he doesn't was, deserve the hate or or what people are throwing at him. That's well, there sure. was
0: the rumors that he apparently like also might have been doing it because of the people that might have hacked into his uh radio thing, which apparently I just learned is a very easy thing to do, and I I did not realize how easy it is apparently to just get on driver's signals like it happened to Bowman a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, no room for that ignorant shit of what they said over the radio. So uh, you know, fuck you if you think that's okay. Is all I'll say. Yeah, and, agreed.
2: Uh, and the, and the best part is that people were like, <laughs> go back to like what we you know what was said. It's like it's yeah, go back to where you in, came from, like North North Carolina. He's from North Carolina.
0: He's it's actually like, from Alabama. I'm pretty oh, sure. Right? Oh, okay,
2: that's true. Yeah, but he, but it's he grew like up, it, up in North Carolina.
0: Yeah, those types of NASCAR fans have three collective brain cells between the, the thousands of them, so whatever. I know. Anyways. Anyways, Anyways, Anyways yeah.
2: It, I, was just, so, I was just playing a little bit of Devil's Advocate for you guys. Very good.
0: <laughs> I wish someone played Devil's Advocate with Kyle Larson in the truck race, so he didn't absolutely just drive away with, with it. But a, a, any
2: of y'all watch it? I did. I did.
0: It's a good race. I did not. But it's a, I it did it not is yet. my favorite race of the weekend, honestly.
2: I, I enjoyed it. At the end, it got a little bit uh classic truck racy vibes where everybody just started just running into each other. But... Forgetting how to oh, Well,
0: Chris Wright has to be a part of almost every accent he
2: sees. He oh, sees my it. God. Wright? Yeah. Him? I felt bad for Dean Thompson, man. I mean, he, I did, too. He, I mean, his interview, you could just tell. It's like he's a young kid, and obviously he wants to mouth off, but... He doesn't have the sponsorship or the money to, to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why he just thanked everybody. But, I mean, he's a, I've never really seen any problems with him on the racetrack. He seems like a pretty clean race car driver. Yeah. And he was just getting pummeled left and right, and, and I felt bad for the kid.
0: Yeah, he's going to have to get, you know, honestly, if you're being served that type of dish, you got to serve it back eventually. I hope that Dean Thompson doesn't, He he needs to just, he needs to not take it. If someone's gonna drive him like an idiot, drive him back like an idiot. Unfortunately, that's sometimes the way you gotta do it. Shouts out Ryan Priest. Anyways, um, what else we got from the weekend? Because I do want to talk about the actual races that I'm excited for. And get to hey, that I picks. think the I like generally the biggest story of the weekend um, has to be what went down in Indy 500 qualifying. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. For, for, that was for those, fucking electric. For those living under a rock, um, so there's this there's this driver, right, named Graham Rahal, who his dad's a champion. He drives for Rahal Letterman-Lanigan, aka his team. His name's part of the team, and he has been a driver for 16 years, and he got knocked out of the Indy 500 on a buzzer beater by his teammate who probably isn't going to have a ride there next year anyways, of what I've heard. Um, Yeah. And fucking electric. Just, I, like, I was, so he, basically, Jack Harvey went out. Shout out Jack Harvey. Has the dog in him. Went out with, like, 10 minutes left. Was not fast enough. Evidently on the run where he was not fast enough and did find something. Um, And in doing that, somehow was, I think it was point zero zero seven miles per hour faster over a 10-mile period, which then, in turn, knocked Graham Rahal out, whose dad owns the fucking team with David mm-hmm. Letterman. Um, 30 years ago, also, his dad, a reigning champion of the IndyCar series, also got knocked out. So it was kind of funny for it to happen like that. Um, so that was the big story of the weekend. For sure, well, alongside Alex below winning the poll for yeah, the greatest person in the absolute world. Heater man, these things are two, these, two these cars are bad. Miles hour for a slap. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they were going two forty three into the corner, man. I, I just kind of want to hear. Let Let's wait until what happened after, but I want to hear everyone's initial thoughts on what transpired Sunday. Methy, you're the Indy five hundred guy, so.
1: I am. Since when?
0: You you (laughs) live there. You live in the pagoda with NASCAR chasm.
1: This is true. We are roomies. He's he's a mess. Um, I was watching that uh, the his first attempt where he failed, and I literally went, "Oh well, Graham's in it. Good for him." And I went out and cared about my business. I had to come back upstairs with the TV still on, and I go, "Oh, why are they showing a replay?" Oh my God! He pitted, bolted stickers on, and went back out the balls in this guy to try to knock out his owner's son and he did it the place went nuts i went nuts it was like i don't know if i'm a jack harvey fan now or an anti graham ray hall fan but it was and it doesn't even matter because i don't know spoiler alert graham's back in it anyway
0: (laughs) not the circumstances he probably wanted but um, not
1: ideal but you know it's a solid plan b did you ever did you watch on sunday the
0: qualifying or watch any of it
2: so i i was paying attention via twitter i didn't actually uh, bad or uh, shame on me i should say as a race fan. yeah uh, because electric. all of a sudden i well yeah all of a sudden twitter is blowing up and they're talking about graham graham ray hall and what was going on so i was watching via twitter by the end of it i, I literally logged in at the right time and uh, i mean obviously having a full-time IndyCar driver being knocked out of the indy 500 at the time, is is huge i remember back when uh james hinchcliffe uh, a couple years ago when he he didn't qualify for the indy 500 i think that that's what makes that this race so exciting is because even though you're a full-time driver uh there's a chance that you may not actually be in the race and i think that that Mm -hmm. is something that personally nascar is missing i know we have the charter system but i would love to see another you know 40 cars but 43 cars go for it and and the fastest 40 make the show every single weekend. I think that would just bring energy to uh, to NASCAR in general, at least during the qualifying process. Yeah. But, uh, Un- but, that's, but that's what makes it so cool. That's what makes it so special.
0: Unrestrict the cars at Daytona and let them qualify and then put the restrictor plates back on. And then you, boom, you, you've you you found a way to replicate probably the most exciting qualifying in American motorsports. hands uh, yes, down, bar none. I've, I've, I have a massive rant and I've seen it the last couple years, and I'm finally ready to fucking say this guy should not have any motorsport credentials. Matthew okay. fucking Weaver. Every, every Snowball Derby... Matt Weaver? That's... Wait, hold on. We're smoking the Matt Weaver pack? Oh, whoa, uh, hey. Matt Weaver pack here. Every winter around the Snowball Derby, he always tweets out, as a reminder, everyone, the Snowball Derby qualifying is the most exciting qualifying of the year. And I have to say to him... Open your fucking eyes. There's no way. the Simmel derby They don't even crack 120, maybe 130 miles per hour. You're going double that at the Indy 500, going into turn three or turn one, depending on the one direction. And you're going to tell me that's less exciting and the drama that you have. I, I don't know. I've seen that tweet the last couple of years from him, and I was like, there's no way. And then this weekend just solidified my opinion on that. So we are once again smoking that what well. Matt Weaver
1: Pack, ladies and gentlemen. So who's this like Wii U speak of? I'm out on that. I, respect, I, I would like, like to him, point out, but I don't agree with that. His tweet on that, I disagree with him, but I ain't smoking him.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not going side with you here, Kevin. I like Matt Weaver. He's one of the few good reporters. Don't, he look. I, 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 I don't think Matt Weaver. I. I don't. I don't want to make it seem like I hate the guy. I just think his opinion that, that the bad snowball take. derby qualifying it's a horrible take. Yeah,
1: He's allowed to have take. one. He's allowed to have one bad That's one. Yeah, everyone's so got one bad
0: take. Like. I'm going to that pack. That's fine. Okay, like, what's all of
1: our that's one bad pack. takes? That's then? a single.
0: <laughs> I think uh, we all, we all everyone's got one bad take. Like, what what are all our bad takes on this podcast? I didn't I, think North, w- North Wilkesboro should have been allowed back originally. You can find my own tweets. Uh, I was also on that train, too, until I saw it come back. I was like, this is kind of quirky.
1: Everybody else was, too, so that's like a... Uh... There's like one person on the it's coming back, and that was that save the speedway guy on Twitter who thinks he did everything.
0: Fuck that guy, honestly. Though I will say that uh, the way you feel about Matt Weaver pack, I'm I still smoke the smoke uh, save the speedway pack. So that guy, that guy was so full of himself, like he did anything. Well, he did some stuff, but not like you know who did it. Joe Biden Junior. cited that damn tree. That damn uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Damn it. The eighteen million dollars that were allocated to North Carolina that actually saved the speedway. Unironically, the COVID, the COVID, um, pandemic saved North Wilkesboro somehow. It all the dominoes fell somehow. Yes, what the dominoes fell? <laughs> that was the plan the whole time. That was the, no, I'm not gonna say it. That was the whole idea. <laughs> oh my god! Don't cancel me, please. Um. My mistake
2: is is don't bring back the Rock either.
1: No, oh. now, I'm not. No, a, no. No. Okay, oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa.
2: Wait, we, wait. we we whoa. We already tried though, and, and they didn't show up. We we tried. I, I, to I, I, them well, to you tried with
0: hit. trucks. You gotta have. Cup uh, as the main uh
2: but but North Wilkesboro had the trucks there, and I that was probably the best. Yeah, you have, you have to have. Seen. You
0: have to have Cup as the main. I think if you really if you want the build up Ooh. for a weekend. Like, you can have, like, trucks is a great build up, and the car sort, a great build up. Yeah. For the Cup Series, but you don't want the trucks to be the main event. Yeah, that's fair. Especially when you're reviving a week. Like, I, I thought oh, it, was it was pretty
2: good was, great Would this. you guys I prefer just... North Wolf Sparrow or, or The Rock?
0: I prefer The Rock. Yes. Yes. Both of them get rid I, of uh, no, I,
2: I, <laughs> anthony you have to pick one god damn it
0: <laughs> dude this is like trying to save your favorite child and unfortunately i hate both of them oh no Kim. she's <laughs> <Jeez>, i'm loose <laughs> off of turn 2 i'm practicing for a league race right now and i'm loose oh, oh. too because i'm laughing so hard
2: i'm um, sorry are we distracting you so, so, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry you're busy anthony hey yeah. so, uh, yeah, so that's my hot take is is we revived one racetrack and it worked Let's not try and revive all of them, except for Chicago Land. Uh, you know right. what? Maybe we that could one, fix Nazareth.
0: It's amazing. already revived. <laughs> I saw someone talking today about reviving Nazareth, and and then they were yeah, we found out why oh, it can't be revived. Was, it's a very sad story.
2: Was that uh, Steve Lavender? Wasn't he? Oh of yeah, of course, our Matt boy Steve Lavender. Um, no, uh, I, you know, I know you guys are talking about Matt Weaver and all, but what are your guys' thoughts on Jim Utter? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. He hasn't
0: blocked me on Twitter yet, <laughs> even though I called him soft as baby shit. I couldn't believe it. In real person, he's a dick. That's all I gotta say.
2: Oh, on Twitter, he's, he's also a dick. Anyways.
0: we're just, never getting him on the podcast. So don't about worry. We, we, we've Twitter gotten Steve Louvinder on the stuff. podcast. Shouts out to our boy Steve. Um, all right. Anyways, uh, God, where Back were we? Indy
2: 500 or Indy 500 yeah, qualifying?
0: So, Did yeah, no, Indy 500 qualifying, best qualifying. We've had magnificent moments like Graham Rahal getting knocked out. Magnificent, electrifying moments. The Alonzo qualifying where he got knocked out by a car that had never shown up on the track before. Just, dude, the Rahal Letterman racing absolutely, like, fumbled the bag this weekend and just brought an atrocious package to qualifying. And the only driver that made it out of the team that wasn't, like, in knockout qualifying was Catherine Legg. And unfortunately, yesterday, I believe it was (laughs) a horrible crash with Catherine Legg and Stephen Wilson. And now Stephen Wilson's out of the 500. And now we got Graham Rahal somehow in the race.
1: I think that's a more I think that's a more believable conspiracy theory that Catherine outqualified her entire Rahal Letterman Lanigan teammates and then wrecked the one guy to get her bumped a teammate back in. But no, you're absolutely right. Ray Hall Lanigan showed up with what? Four cars and they qualified. 30th, 30th yeah. 31st, 32nd, and 34th. That's not something to be proud about. I mean, good for them for making it, but come on.
0: It's because no one else really showed up. We didn't have anyone else to try and take it away from because I promise you, if there was like thirty-eight cars, there's probably four Ray Hall Letterman cars that are not in this race. A hundred percent. It it was it's embarrassing, honestly, for a team that, you know, considers themselves in the upper middle pack, I guess. I guess. You know. I yeah. I, I feel like that's a bad yeah. look. Yeah, okay. yeah they they kinda so I don't know. When I was at the, the five hundred and twenty one, Graham Ray Hall should have won that race, I'm be honest. Yeah, um probably should have would have come out first on strategy and then his team fucked it for him. And that was probably his one really good shot to win the 500. And now it's like, you can, like, I've seen people saying, oh, it's, you know, it's an upgrade. Like, he's not in a Ray Hall car this weekend, but he's also in a backup car that had its first run as a chassis in 2012. So it's like, you're not really, yeah, you're in a different team and a different manufacturer, but I don't think it's going to be an upgrade because it's the backup car. Um, yeah, I, I, at least like, he's in the race. I guess. Yeah. That's all you want. Like, because their only it, other option will apparently was J.R. Hildebrand, who didn't J.R. Hildebrand any... and and Sage Karam were the two names that I also saw. But like, yeah, you want a guy who's like, granted, they 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 know how to drive these cars, but you want a guy who has just fresh experience and. He's going to have, you know, carb day as a refresher. I'm sure there's there's minor nuance differences between the two manufacturers and the mm-hmm. the setups. pretty itself, much have. yeah. You you have the the main ingredient basically for what you need to do. He's not going to be competitive, but I mean, I could see him running twentieth. I don't think he'll compete for a win, but that's because you're in a backup car for a team that yeah. really is a one off, anyways. So. That's where I'm at. So, speaking of the Indy 500, so we got that. We have the Grand Prix at Monaco, everyone's favorite F1 race of the year that I'm sure will have no bad opinions or hot takes. Uh huh. And then, surprisingly, one of the best NASCAR races of the year uh, with the uh, next gen car in the Coke 600. Like I said, Christmas. Christmas. Fellas, what, what are we thinking? So, I mean, man. I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol Sunday. I know that. And I'll, I'm going to have a day. I might come hang out with you on Sunday. Anthony and me might collab. Um, if anyone wants to uh, DM us on on Instagram, Twitter, and join our uh, our pool, I think. Well, I think, Anthony, we'll make picks due for this before qualifying for Monaco. So you got to have your picks in by 9 a.m. Saturday. Because I think that's because. I got my picks yeah. in right now. I, I have mine too, but I just want to make sure. Um I've already texted my uh, a chat of mine and I got a couple of people on it, so I'm gonna tell them right now you gotta have your picks in before qualifying on Monaco. Yeah. I'll text my buddies who are coming over on Sunday. You guys got your picks? Yep. Methy Methy Nolan, can you make picks?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I already got my I got my ideas.
0: All right. Let's go. Who's winning Monaco, Kevin? Oh shit, I forgot okay. to hit this lot fuck. Sorry, I'm um, going to run out of fuel. Okay, hear me out. Yes, he has not finished a full-length race at Monaco in his entire career. Yes, it is a home track. Yes, he's done nothing but disappoint this year. But I am going Lord Percival himself, Charles Clare. Hear me out. So, he won pole at Monaco. And that's because you can say no all you want. I'm still taking him. <laughs> he won pole at Baku. And you can't fucking pass at Monaco. Uh, granted, yeah. he did win pole last year and not get a podium. But there was some rain hijinks in there. haven't left the weather report, but I doubt that happens two years in a row. He's fast enough to get it done on Saturday. And all you have to do on Sunday is just not drastically fuck up, which is a lot to ask from the Ferrari team. Um, but I, nothing them. I think they have the quickest car or at least they did in Baku on a one lap pace. And that's with that, and that was with super long streets, which is where the Red Bull really, you know, dominates. And so without that, I just think it's more of an advantage. Yes. You'll have Mercedes in the equation. Yes. You'll have, um, Aston Martin as well. And Alonzo, um, shit, maybe Stroll, probably not, but yeah, um, well, I, 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 I think I trust Leclerc enough on Saturday
1: do not outweigh. mention red bull Stop. no you I, didn't mention red I bull in the I equation don't be, I don't red be like, bull is I the equation
0: i i don't know i, I like as good as for chapin is and, and checo is um i think leclerc is better over one lap and that is all it really needs to be at monaco without some hijinks on sunday and i don't think it's too much to ask for ferrari to fuck up two years in a row on race day i know they will inevitably this will be a fun uh opinion to look back on, but for now, Charles Leclerc. Okay. 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 I mean, I what what else do you want to say? I'm not betting on the guy that can't even finish his own fucking home Grand Prix. Um I'm gonna make a stupider pick. Um nobody knows what the Mercedes looks like and uh nobody really knows if it's fast or not because Imola unfortunately got rained out and we're obviously you know thoughts and prayers of the people in Italy. Um I, I, I did the same strategy last year because I didn't want to pick the same drivers as Kevin because I was like, oh, well, I don't want to lose to this bozo. And I lost to that bozo. Um, Even though I won two of the three races. Thanks, mm-hmm. Chase Briscoe. I'm I'm going to go George Russell for shits and giggles. Not even as a strategy thing. This is straight up just... I have seen the song and dance. You don't have to be that fast in qualifying because you just have to anticipate that some other idiot is going to try and beat your faster time that you put down four minutes before the checkered flag and crash. And then nobody can finish. Because that's happened, like, the last three years. So, uh-huh. George Russell accidentally gets on the front row and wins. accidentally wins the Monaco Grand Prix. Or maybe the Mercedes is the fastest car we've ever seen in our lives. We don't know. Um,
1: we'll never know. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll know Saturday. We'll know Saturday. Matthew? Um, can I just make one pick for the entire, all three? No, you have uh, to pick. Well, well, no, I was going to say I'm going with a team Mexico. Oh, okay, no. sure.
0: oh, so this man's going Oh Spicy,
1: Matthew.
0: I see what we you're
1: doing. We got I see what you Sergio, Pato, and Suarez. Oh, all right.
0: Wow. Well, I don't need to. I don't need to know the other picks. I've already got it.
1: <laughs> yep, Team Mexico all the way. Sergio Sergio? Sergio? Yeah, duh. sorry oh, yeah. I, I, I always get him in, I get him and signs confused Sergio signs. it's it, it, King of the streets
2: Nolan, have you learned enough F1 drivers to make a pick yet? Yeah, hey, so um, I, have, <laughs> I I think I'm going to go with this underdog um, Max oh. for seven.
0: Oh wow, that's uh, a risky pick I don't know, yeah, man, he hasn't so won.
2: Think...
0: He hasn't won recently <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he hasn't I won in like with, three weeks to go with him.
0: <laughs> a risky pick man last time he won
2: alright Um, know,
0: for the, 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 the main course the Indy 500 Kevin
1: who's winning it this year
0: um okay I'm not
1: sure oh, here comes another win. one out of his butt
0: I'm not sure who's going to win it but I will tell you Scott Dixon should have won by about 10 seconds last year Um, had it not been for him speeding on pit road and jimmy johnson crashing i think he's wise enough he's gonna be extra careful he's gonna run up front i'm gonna go scott dixon
1: he's starting six so i mean he's
0: got some people to pass but i don't know i feel like he i think it's the fastest ganassi qualifier and Mm -hmm. they've looked great throughout the quote-unquote the fastest ganassi qualifier who's on the poll kevin uh second fastest is gonna ask you qualify. There you um, go. and I don't know. I just I'm I'm feeling Dixon. Give me experience. I'm not ready to say my pick. Methy. Oh you already said yours Pato award. New
1: Mexico Peto Award.
0: Uh, you're not giving me enough time to actually think this one through.
2: Uh Nolan. Alright. I am gonna go with my boy, Alexander Rossi, because I always pick him yeah. I'm hoping that he does very well in the well in the McLaren, and I know he's he's pretty solid this racetrack. He's won there once. It was his first time at the Indy 500. I do know that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Alexander Rossi on okay. the
0: Kevin, how much money are we throwing into this pool? <laughs> I say ten, bu- 10 bucks. In. Okay, oh, fuck oh, it. Right, you know right. what? I, I I was thinking about doing real picks this year. But y'all y'all seem to be taking the real picks. I mean the, the real pick, if I was a, a smart man, would be Alex Pillow. I mean, fastest guy, you know, looking really sharp. You know, probably still pissed off he lost it two years ago in one of the most exciting Indy five hundreds ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do something stupid as hell. I'm gonna do something really fucking stupid here.
1: Here and, comes Ferrucci.
0: No, even worse. Oh uh, what? I'm Definitely gonna take welcome. Benjamin Peterson to win the Indy 500. Oh, shut the fuck up, Anthony! Shut the fuck up right now. Is this your actual pick? This is my actual pick. I'm gonna pick oh Benjamin Peterson to win the. Indy- I made a goofy pick last year in Marcus Erickson because I thought it was kind of funny. And I won. mean, I appreciate your donation. Don't get me wrong; like, I'll take it. But hey, man, if he don't win, he's he he's got a good car to finish in the top five. All right. I don't know who he is. All right. It's <laughs> the worst pick I've ever made in my life. Jesus Christ. All right. <sighs> I didn't want to pick Felix. I don't, I don't trust him. He seemed like the fastest. He's the fastest Aaron McLaren. I didn't trust him, though.
1: He's the other speed. You got to go with the other speed. I
0: can't pick two speeds in a row. All
1: right. Coke Coke time. Kevin, who's gonna win?
0: Um, I'm gonna be honest, no clue. But give oh, me perfect. consistency over a long race, and I'll fucking take Martin Truex Jr. I knew you were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna make did, all did you? because I have thirty yeah. options. Uh, well, I'm sure you're not picking like Noah Graxon or J- Eric Jones right now. So it's true. This is true. Uh, and um, well, I'm just kidding. In the theme of memes. Um, I'm picking Ryan Newman, the fifth no um I but I am picking a former Ryan Newman car. You see, I think I'm I'm no longer on the um RFK is bad train. Um they're bad on short tracks, but uh I think Brad Keselowski breaks the winless streak. And uh no. wins wins at the Coke six hundred. It's been a while. That American flag is getting real lonely and it is, as we all know, Memorial Day. It is Memorial Day, right? I always get these confused. Yeah, it's Memorial Day. And that American flag is is very lonely and needs to be driven around in circles by by Brad Keslowski. And probably a car that's way too shiny for its own good with chrome numbers and just a goofy paint scheme. But um yeah, Brad Keslowski to win the six hundred.
1: Matthew, we already Damn. know you picked Daniel Suarez, right? Yeah, yeah, mi amigo. Okay. Um, speaking of oddballs, I'm I'm just looking at the starting lineup here for the 500, and inside row ten is somebody named RC Enerson. RC Enerson, the top boy, 10. Next, no,
0: There's a Stingray Rob in the field, and you you say that RC. Well, I've heard, Funny enough, funny. I've enough. heard
1: of Stingray Rob though.
0: Where's RC Enerson? R.C. Anderson was oh, in Tallahassee, now. Florida uh, not too long ago. Um, he is actually okay, I don't know if I should be saying this in the podcast, so fuck it. His uh, girlfriend's p- family lives in Tallahassee, and I know that because they were trying to buy a car from the dealership I work at not too long
1: ago. I wonder if they live
0: near Ricky Carmichael, because I know he lives in Tallahassee. Is he Really? Yeah, I went to his house once.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah, Ricky the Carmichael- weirdest thing is about this guy is he's, got, he's got a cup start. I saw his uh, late model car. He's got a yeah. cup start 2 years ago at the Glen. He's got RC, five car starts. Is yeah. that a Rickware entry? That sounds like a Rick
0: it, Ware it, entry, if
1: I've ever seen It one. absolutely was. A it. Absolutely entry. was.
0: There's there's always like, some quirky people. Yo, know, shouts out Augustine uh Canapino kind of by the way in the Argentinian flag car. That's a crazy looking car. That would That kind is a crazy looking car. That one. I'm beyond it. I it is that Argentina's country. year. I do not expect him to finish the race. (laughs) I was going to say the same thing about Dublin defense, Francesco, to be honest. Odds are, if you scrape the wall in practice, and that's with you being super careful, you're not going to make it through the race day. That's that's my humble opinion. I hope he does. I think that'd be a really cool story, especially from an international perspective. I just don't see him um, doing phenomenal, especially with not a whole lot of, of experience, but we shall see. Nice. So, Nolan, you're the only person who hasn't picked the Coke 600.
2: All right, I'm gonna go.
0: Sorry to forget Ross about you.
2: Not... No, no, no. I was, I was letting you guys finish up. Throw That's in a good pick. Uh... I
0: was also thinking about Ross Chastain, but I don't. Yeah. I think he's gonna win a goofier race than this.
2: I know, but I just, I really want him to win because there's just a list of people on Twitter that I just want to tag after he wins the race, just to tell him to suck it. Because Fair every enough. single time something happens with Ross Chastain, they're like. Well, technically, last year, he only won two races and hasn't... Don't care. He's leading the points. Shut up. So I just I just want him to win for that suck it tweet. That's all I want.
1: Is he leading the points? Yeah, I think. Yep. Maybe. Oh,
2: shit. By a bunch, I think. Yeah, I think that the closest person to him was Christopher Bell until he had a shit run. Let's look.
0: Well, I guess a few. if you crash out your main competition, yeah. <laughs> yeah, J.J. Yaley is a problem, I agree. Or not him, uh, Brennan Poole. Uh, Brennan
2: Poole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Ross Chastain. I wouldn't want to be behind him big either. picture here. Just push a Rick Rowe racing car into a Hendrick car and you're good to go. So, specifically Kyle Larson. Yeah, no, Christopher <laughs> Bell is second. Uh, 27 points behind Ross Chastain.
0: Dude, Chris, like, like, kind yeah, Christopher has arrived. Yeah, he's
2: he's the, he's, the top guy, he's the top guy at Joe Gibbs Racing, in my opinion. Him and Denny. I think we're
0: sleeping on William Byron's having three fucking wins this year. I feel like we haven't said that yet. Um, no, uh, it's it's very valid. Christopher, or I'm sorry, William, Billy Scoots. Let me call him by his government name. Billy Scoots has been awesome this year. and uh, If he's, he's kind of my third of the, oh my God third of the way through the season uh, threat to win the championship. I think that's a fair thing to say. I don't think mm-hmm. it's an unfair thing to say. Yeah, you know, he's definitely a threat, easily a threat for the final four. Oh, Dude's driving a hell of a year, or hell of a car this year. Sorry, I'm trying to nail my qualifying uh, trim here. Anyways. Do
2: you guys know how the Oops, sorry.
0: No, no, please no, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to ask, do you guys know how the Hendrick camp? is split up is it is it william byron and kyle larson in one garage and then chase Elliott and uh, josh Berry slash alex bowman in the other because I, I know it way... kind of
0: seems to be like that i thought it was byron and um, bowman and then Elliott and larson
2: was it okay yeah, i have no idea is because it, it tends to be that two cars that hendrick just tends to just crush the other two and it seems like that's what's going on right now. I mean, Byron and Larson are on it all the time, whereas Chase Elliott and you know Josh Berry, that's not it's not a fair comparison, but it, you know it seems like they're they're good, but they're not great. Like William Byron mm-hmm. and Kyle Larson Yes, just, just a food food for thought. That's, food that's for just thought. A, a random Nolan thought that we're just going to throw in this podcast now. That's How's good, that Anthony?
0: Um, I'm at Michigan, and I'll tell you once I cross the line here. I just ran a 38.85 in a Gen 4 car, so I'm only 20th in this session. Shit, that sounds so. kind of good. I don't know, dude. I'm going 204 into the <coughs> turn one. It's awesome, man. I fucking Bring love it the 4 car. Bring, it, Bring it back. Anyways, um, why y'all, y'all want to round out the field? Yeah. Um where do we start there's a lot of news um i watched some racing over the weekend called super turbo i guess we'll start here uh very good racing it's a thailand gt4 series it's very good it's free on youtube and it's full of thailand propaganda amazing Nice. My uh my rounding out the field. I feel like we should we should make rounding out the field like everyone just gets to pick one thing. I feel like that's fun. Um unless there's like a super big thing we miss. But my my random thing. Have y'all heard the Will I Am and Little Wayne song about Formula One? Unironically, it's a horrific song, but ironically I can't stop thinking about it. It's so like I definitely wouldn't play it in front of a group of peers, right? However, sure. if it comes on the background, i am be like, you know what? Kind of a bop. I don't know. I like I like the beat. They rap about um, Hamilton and Vershaffin, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, a little Wayne rapping for staff. But it's, but it's a sick. little corny, as well as the music video. Um, so, I'll leave out that. Yeah. Um, I just would like... The motion that they call the Formula Supporting Series is the Formula Formula Yup and the Formula Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I like it. Um, there was actually something. There was something I wanted to talk about earlier in the podcast. That I said we'd wait until we ran out the field. Does anyone remember what I was going to say or what I was talking about? Um, I did. I did forget to mention Legals. Huh. The late model race?
1: Late model race?
0: Maybe I was gonna say I, I forgot to mention by the way, Catherine Legg made the Indy five hundred after not being in an Indy car for ten years, and I forgot to mention how fucking impressive that is. So yeah. um, in, in a shit box. Um,
1: she seems
2: to be impressive in the stuff that she jumps in. Uh, her name pops up a lot in like different different series. I know she what, what's her main background, what IMSA?
1: GTM oh, sports cars mainly. She drove the right.
2: Delta Wing. Yeah, I, yeah. Course. I just, I see, I see, I see her what? popping up, uh, you know, in certain forms of racing, and it seems like she does an impressive job given the circumstances that she's given in.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, definitely agree with you. Um, look, I cannot remember what I want to bring up about the late model races at this point. I mean, the traffic was bad, leaving, the racing was pretty. Oh, there was an incident over the weekend. Um at a late model race where i don't remember but um Landon Huffman got absolutely run over by this driver who ended up almost flipping over him and then the driver's husband um ended up walking over um Landon Huffman's dad Robert Huffman and just clocking him in the face and the the person who did that was a former truck driver named oh god fuck, what was his last name i i probably should have notes on this so i don't sound like an idiot i think his name was Dustin Crumb. Uh, sorry, apologies for the people screaming it. Um, but yeah, um some crazy shit um over the weekend. I I would post the link in here, but I I was qualifying. Um Damn, why am I struggling? It's not Landon Hoffman, it's uh the,
2: the driver was Anna Be- Annabeth Barnes Crum. Thank you, trying, thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to find her husband's name though, because I Cause I've, I've Landon Huffman's been popping up on my for you page on Twitter.
0: Yeah. He's got like a smaller team and I know he oh, loves Moonhead. Yeah. Jake Crump, yep. which this is not, you know, new. If you know about Jake Crump, he got suspended or he lost lost part of his license in NASCAR for intentionally wrecking Ryan Ellis in like 2014 or 2013. And he was no longer allowed to do tracks bigger than 1.25 miles. And I don't know many drivers who've had that happen kind of embarrassing but yeah just really shitty look to be doing that um, but it was wild to see that because I mean dude Robert Huffman's a nice guy like I would never think that anyone would want to kick ha- his ass because like someone else's wife or even just someone else's like person that they're racing with like got re- wrecked themselves trying to wreck somebody like, it was ridiculous. It was a whole ridiculous circumstance I'll post the link in here I apologize I'm absolutely butchering this because I, I lost my train of thought <laughs> and then found it um, and now my girlfriend's asking for the Apple TV login because she wants to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, no, um,
2: Ted Lasso, 15 minutes. Yeah, hey, Anthony, can you can you uh, give us that login?
0: No, I'm not sharing the <laughs> Apple login with y'all. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. It's Jover. No, um, just kidding. What else uh, can we round out the field with? Um, Did you guys watch the new Guardians movie? No, I still haven't. I did. Uh, I, very lazy with
2: it. I cried like a bitch. Dude, the Marvel... <laughs> no spoilers. Like, right. No spoilers. Uh, no, spoilers no spoilers. No spoilers. But when the Marvel just, you know, the opening scene when Marvel comes through, they had all the Guardians. I'm already losing it. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. tearing yeah, up, I... Like, oh. uh,
0: that was a, a a very good movie. Um, I don't know if I would rank it on my list over Guardians 1. Definitely over Guardians 2. Um, yeah
2: I, I agree with that I rewatched Guardians 1 yesterday and I need to rewatch Guardians 2 just to really put it into perspective on, on where I rank it but as of right now I would agree with you on it not as good as the original but mm-hmm. for a third movie in a sequel uh, well I guess what do you call Trilogy. it? Trilogy Trilogy there we go I was about to call it a trio
0: a trio <laughs> a yes tree- my favorite the anyway, Star Wars trio <laughs> So, Lord of the Rings trio. I'm such
2: an idiot now, but I thought it was, I thought it was really good. So, Anthony, Matthew, you guys have got to see it.
0: I just watched uh, Wakanda Forever a couple of nights ago for the first time, so I'm starting to catch back up on Marvel movies ever so slowly.
1: I just watched was it Quantum Mania, Ant Man and the Wasp. I finally didn't finally hear, saw that one.
0: Didn't hear great things about that one. Sadly,
1: I enjoyed it. I like Paul
0: Rudd. I like it. Who doesn't love Paul Rudd?
2: People are like, oh man, that sucks, Ant-Man sucks. I'm like, oh, okay, guess what? I love Ant-Man, so you can suck it.
0: Agreed. I I think Kang carried the movie, and I'm very curious to see what happens with this future. Yeah, the future of Marvel. We, we gotta do a Marvel episode eventually, I guess. Because yeah, we did be that fun. like back in 2019, and we just never did another one. Maybe we'll uh-huh. do it again soon. Maybe. Um. Anything else we got rounding out the feel. It's so slow right now. God damn it. Sorry. Um Anthony, come to my place Sunday at some point. Yeah. We'll collab. Yeah, sure. Um I'll text you about the uh the pool later. Just send me all your buddy's picks. Um okay. if anyone else wants to get in, let me know before uh before all nine AM on Saturday morning before Monaco. Actually, I think it's at ten. Uh, so just let me know before that, um, before it starts, and, and you'll be good to go. Alright, cool. Sounds good, man. Um, I for, once again, I always keep forgetting to mention that this podcast is powered by Rogue Media Network. Kevin, can you say nice things while I try and power down some laps? Uh, thank you, Rogue Media Network, for for being the sponsor. Great group of people. Great podcast network. Um, if if you're not listening to our podcast on there, please listen to others. It's it's really a great platform overall. They have everything for everyone. So whatever for your podcast memes, do. Uh, look up Rogue Media Network, and you'll be covered. Perfect. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Fuck, Twitter, Instagram. Um, wherever you guys can follow us at LTL and podcast. Um, follow our personals if you want weird sports takes and Methy's uh, opinions. Um, and Nolan and I on be real. Um. Hell yeah! <laughs> okay, I saw your be real today, Logan or Nolan. Good dog.
2: Dog. Me, and my, me and my puppy, Nala. Love
0: her. Uh-huh. I like puppies. Um, I'm LTLN underscore Anthony. Methy is J Jme- underscore Methy. Um, subscribe to us. iTunes. Uh, Spotify. Uh, favorite the website that we're on. Uh, RoguemediaNetwork.com slash Left turns and loud noises. That's probably not the link, but it's very easy to find. Their website is very good. It's easy to find all the podcasts you want there. Make sure to check them out and all the other sports podcasts. There. to Nolan on uh, on YouTube TV. Yeah, he's got hundred followers TikTok. now. TikTok. Yeah. You have a yeah, TikTok NASCAR too? Nolan. Yep.
2: Yeah, You're I nice. have. A, yeah, yeah. Facebook, TikTok, it's a NASCAR Nolan. Yep, yep. Cool. cool,
0: cool, cool. Um, until next time, I've been Anthony.
2: Uh, I've been Kevin. I've been Nolan. I've been Matthew.
0: All right. See you guys later. Bye. Peterson's going to win the 500. Bye.
1: Uh, bye. bye. bye.